On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about your Philadelphia Eagles, the state of this franchise, and all the bad things that are currently happening with the Eagles and the Sixers. Go Birds! Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan here with you on this this hard Monday in Philadelphia. Do we get do we get um, a, an appearance of sad Dan today or I'm I'm not even sad. I'm okay. just annoyed. Like I'm not at the point where I was last year after the Miami game, I think. And other years where I've been probably where I've just been like defeated. Um just so many issues with this team in a game yesterday where like Despite all their issues, they could have still easily won that football game. Um, I don't know where to start with their issues because it's all around, and I'm not going to throw the blame on just Carson. But if I had to put the blame on anyone, it starts It starts from top down. It starts from Howie, and then it, right there with him is Doug and the coaching staff. Um, just, oh, like, this team is just so frustrating. Yeah, no, it, I, it, it's really bad. It, well, one quick thing. Um, there's just so much to talk about from yesterday's game, and a lot of bad, m- mainly bad things. Um, well, go ahead. What were you gonna say, Paul? I was gonna say my one quick thing was I don't. Did Rob snap you or no? Rob snapped me like a little. I guess maybe I should blank out his name, but like he had Doug Peters, like he was sitting in on a cornerbacks meeting because he was chilling with the. What? No, I'm dead serious. Today. He sent, he sent me, well, he sent me the team meeting, and then he sent me a picture of them at the cornerback's virtual meeting. But Doug was kind of giving it to them for, like, not tackling for going off sense. Obviously, like, what, the coaches What, was it a video? Yeah, he sent me a video, and he was like, Doug. <laughs> oh, they like, Zoom? Yeah, like. And it, Rob was in it? No, Rob's there, because he's chilling with, with the bull. I don't uh, want to say, I don't want gotcha, to throw gotcha. everyone, I don't throw anyone in the bus. But, um, yeah, so it was just wild hearing Doug That's rip cool. into them. Which, I mean, he wasn't, like, ripping... Like, Coach Mike used to rip into us. Yeah. So, like, Doug Peterson doesn't sound like Coach Mike at all. Yeah. So, it didn't really sound like he's... But, like, but he was like, his press tack, yeah, He was like, you got to start tackling. You know, we got to work on penalties. We got to, like, a whole bunch of different stuff. So, it was like... I mean, it's, obviously, we thought he was doing it already. Yeah. Like, but, like, it was just kind of cool because I got behind the third wall, in yeah. a sense. That's... Um, that's probably the best Eagles news I've heard all day. And then the other thing was he sent uh, a snap saying that there's a lot of blown coverages and, and his boy gets a bad rap. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he was saying. In the, yeah, I could see Avante was frustrated yesterday. He, yeah, I mean, he he's looking a little bit... I almost I almost tweeted out him and a piece of burnt toast, but really? um, I, I don't know like what coverages they're running. Obviously, we knew going into the season it was going to be rough. You're adding a cornerback that normally goes on his own island. At least that's what he used to do in Detroit for the most part. And then you're getting rid of your quarterback in the defense in Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. Um, so obviously that hurt us a lot in that game, more than you would think. Because we had them third. and It was the same thing as last week against the Giants. It seemed like we got ourselves in a good situation third and long. But right then, you know, they find the someone, someone somehow is wide open. And they catch the ball. Yeah, and the defense, I mean, it, as far as complimentary football goes, didn't go all too well. Every time we scored yesterday, they scored. But, I mean, it's got to start with the offense. The offense gave yeah, up I, I think the defense. Themselves. Yeah, I think the defense played well. Yeah, well enough to win for sure. Um, 
we gotta start with Carson. I've seen you on Twitter. You are, I would say, defending Carson. I no, I would You're say I'm defending Carson. Carson too, but like not really. I still think, obviously, you have to feel pressure. The sack is inexcusable, but I mean the safety. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you look at the interception from. If you look at both his interceptions yesterday, Richard Rodgers runs backwards. Brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. Like it's literally like what you'd see like if I took. Uh, Johnny out to go play football, like just like randomly, like someone that's never played the position or anything. All he has to do is get a chip, and then there's that amount of time. Th- there's no reason why they they should be getting that much pressure with four rushers all the time, too. In, in the safety case, they <laughs> rushed four. There's yeah. a double team on him <laughs> yeah. on Olivia Vernon, yeah. and he still got the, like that's obviously Carson has to feel the pressure. Like I said, get the ball out. But at the same time, you watch. If you watched any of the game last night, I mean, obviously, those are two of the better offensive lines in the league between the Chiefs and the Raiders, but they were each team was rushing four, and there was a wall and a bunch of time. Yeah. But that, that just hasn't happened for us at all this year. There's barely been any time. Um, and then you also have big, you know, big crucial third down plays that are drops. Uh, the one thing about the Alshon play, he mistimed his jump yeah. and also got pushed in the back. So if he did, you know, if he didn't miss time his jump, maybe he, maybe he does something. It wasn't a perfect ball by any means, but it does need to be up there. And a vintage Alshon Jeffrey would catch that ball. Yeah. So it's like, it, it. The one tweet that I did have was like, what do you like? Do do we just expect Carson to stop? You know, expecting his players to play up to average or above average play. Like, is he supposed to be like, okay, I'm playing with a bunch of crap. I can't trust anyone. Let me just do my own thing and run around like a maniac. Yeah, and that's where I say, again, it starts from the top. So you look at, like, the Jason Peters situation. Jason Peters, should be he should be done. Howie, Howie and Jeffrey Lurie continue to pay him. What he did for us was great, but, like, you got to move on. You got to you – you, I think you tweeted yesterday about how our O-line needs to be retooled. That's why we, I said, we need I said to get it was the Chiefs game. We need to be retooled. Like, we hold on to guys. We, we draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. Um, which maybe is because they didn't trust Carson. Who knows? That's that'll be a whole other story as this season unravels. Well, that's where I say it starts from the top, um, where they're just holding on to guys from the Super Bowl era. Like all you to do is make sure you build around Carson, and they haven't really done a good job of that at all. No, they have not built around Carson. And Carson, Carson is playing his worst football we have ever seen. He has regressed. Um, he also has the worst team around him that we. He also has worst. Yeah, the, the line yesterday is awful, and the coaching does not help him at all. That's why it just it continues to circle around. Like. Carson, again, like anytime he'd stand in the pocket, it would collapse pretty quickly. Yet we continue to three-step, five-step drop back and let him sit in the pocket. We don't. We have one design rollout yesterday. One design rollout was an eight-yard completion to Fogel. Like, where is that in the playbook, Doug? And, like, people have been asking about, like, common-sense things that normal Philadelphia fans who watch this team week in and week out would see. Doug and a lot of these coaches just seem to not see that. And now, uh, with that, like, Carson is, is continuing to regress – um, and who, who knows what his future holds right now in Philly. But you put Patrick Mahomes uh, in an Eagles f- uniform uh, yesterday, and, like, I don't know how much better he's looking, honestly. I know decision-making Carson needs to be better, um, but with this team, with this offense line, and with this coaching staff, they're not helping Carson in a time where he desperately needs help. And the NFC East, like, I don't care that we're still in first place. I don't, I don't see this one in the division. Like Dallas won yesterday, Washington won yesterday. Dallas has a much easier schedule at this point, and I'm never, I'm not gonna say I'm forward tanking and forward getting a draft pick, but 
We need we need to improve. Winning the division and getting killed in a first round playoff game isn't going to do much for us. Although I'll still be rooting for that because that's just my fandom. Um, but I don't I don't realistically see us doing that. Maybe we win two games and that's the end of the season. But I don't think that'll be enough at that point. Um, yeah. So one thing to go off of that too is like like how you're saying like even Mahomes in this system, it, the system's not like it's not a system at all. Like you're not getting any time back there. And then the one thing that I was also going to add was. Brandon Brooks comes back next season. The offensive line is going to look a little bit different because you have that Brandon Brooks top mm-hmm. right guard. So then the run game is going to look better. And then you have Brooks and hopefully a healthy Lane Johnson next to each other doing their thing again. So there is a chance. Like, this is the one thing that I – I mean, I could, like, say in the year, okay, we're done with Carson. Ship him off. Keep Hurts. Hurts benefits from having Brooks, Lane Johnson there, and, you know, the right – you know, have Samuel. Uh, <laughs> why can't I say Isaac Samuel? Uh, I still can't say it. Um, and uh, Jordan Mulata. I think I was getting the both like combined because I was getting ready. Well, like that's that's a looking like a better line than what Carson's going to have right now, just by the addition of Brandon Brooks. Yeah. Um. So and even if we go to next year, say Carson's still here, and Brandon Brooks is back, it's going to be a big addition because we have uh, a little bit more semblance. Okay. We're going to go, you know, run the ball to the right side a little bit more, and we're going to have Lane Johnson out there, and then, you know, we're going to get stuff done. So, like, this season is um, – it's not a wash because, like, you can still win games, but if we look back at what Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey, those three together right on that right side, if Brandon Brooks doesn't go down in that Saints playoff game where Alshon dropped it, we probably win that game. Him going out really stifled the whole run game. And, I mean, it shouldn't be – obviously a run game shouldn't be tied up on to a one player. But, I mean, that that was a really good system that they had going and that we will yeah. have going next year as well. I mean, I don't know about Jason Kelsey. He's a freaking warrior, and we can't ask for – But will our coach even run the ball? Like, yesterday we, we literally – like, I was so impressed with that first drive, and I, it's such a shame that Miles Sanders fumbled the ball. The whole that whole game could be different if we score a touchdown on that first drive, yes. um, but then we abandon the run. It's pouring all day. Doug has Carson drop back over forty times. Um, it just it doesn't make sense. I I I just don't understand. I guess he was afraid of Sanders fumbling. I don't know, but it it, it for me it starts like I said with co- well coaching and and Howie, and um, not there's no excusing Carson and his play because he's been bad. He's he's bad right now, and um, I think we could be getting to the point soon where where they do bench him. I think Monday night will be a real test against the Seattle defense, a pass defense that is pretty pretty low amongst it's, the league ranks. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure real, it's thirty second, honestly. Which is why it's like it's weird that you have Carson. Like next week, you're gonna want want that that kind of offense. That, that Doug was trying to run yesterday, where you're dropping, yeah. yeah, where you're dropping back so many times. Uh, I mean, I don't know why you do it in the middle of an extreme rainstorm. Yeah, um, just like you said before on our pregame, it was a very conditions very similar to the Buffalo game, um, and even early on, it felt felt like that. Um, and even the second drive before, I think it was the second drive, Wentz was like three for three at a point, it looked like he was in good rhythm, and then the pick happened, mm-hmm. which was brutal. Like. I will will give the staff credit for the whatever the first fifteen like the plays look they were moving the ball they're they're 
executing they're making there's the something we haven't seen since 2018 um, pretty much like 2019 it was very stale in the first quarter if you don't yeah and we that's not like our last five games we've averaged i think it was four points in the first half and that's obviously that's worse than the nfl so you're not gonna win many games by by starting out that that slow and um, the other thing real quick not to cut you off but you look at the the chiefs last night um I'm kind of surprised that that's still a team name. I thought it was a, it's kind of oh, like yeah. a racial slur when I was saying it. Um, but you look at Kansas City last night, and they have the best quarterback in the league by far. Great offensive receiving weapons. But when they have the look to run the ball, they're still running the ball. Like, it's like like yeah. you said. And, and it was perfect conditions. It's inside of a freaking dome. So, like, if you get a look to run the ball, you have to run the ball. Obviously, like I said before, their offensive line is definitely better than ours. Top, it's a top five in the league. I was t- this morning. I was dreaming of a top five offensive line that we once had yeah. in 2017. So I don't know. I just, I obviously, like you said, Peters is washed. Um, he's been washed since 2017, pretty much. Yeah. Since he got hurt in, in 2017. Yeah, if he wasn't getting hurt. He was jumping off sides. And that was another thing yesterday, like pre-snap penalties. At least. Uh, Baker got us to jump, I think, at least two or three times. I think it was, yeah, three at or least, four even. At least, yeah. Uh, it's just just stupid things, shooting yourself in the foot. Carson, he's, he's, he's just got to be better. I'm, I don't know. I don't know where to go. I mean, the, the one thing is, is, like, I just don't know what, like, I know Philadelphia media, like, expects, and fans, like, we, we expect a lot out of our football teams. Um but also at the same time, like, it's always hard to get out of your preconceived notions. It's like, for us, it's like Carson Wentz, future franchise quarterback. Like, it's got to be on someone else. Then for anyone that doesn't like Carson, never like Carson, Carson sucks. He's a bum next quarterback. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of having like a civil war in a sense between those two groups. And the whole thing is, I don't think it fully comes on Carson. But like we've been saying this whole entire episode – He's definitely part to blame, um, and I mean it's just like you look like if you just throw up that play the the play that I was talking about with Richard Rodgers where if yeah. he does if if you do if if he makes an attempt to block like it's literally the most pathetic thing and then Carson gets all the blame obviously Carson's part part to blame because he did throw the ball but you even look at the Rager route in it. Where he's turned the other way, not yeah. turned the right way that anyone, not anyone, but a lot of people who play the game know you're supposed to turn the other way, like depending on the route that he was running. But where he ended up, he mm. should have been turned the other way. And everyone's like, oh, Rager's open. He should have thrown yeah. to Rager. He should have thrown to Rager. Rager wasn't looking the right damn way yeah. for the ball. And Orlovsky made broke down that play, made a really good oh, point, saying, like, Wentz is the hero here. Like, finally, he, he doesn't like try to make something happen. He's trying to check down. But Rager's running the wrong route. Richard Rodgers isn't picking up a block. And therefore, his check down turns into a pick six the other way. Richard Rodgers um, isn't even playing the game of football. <laughs> like, he's literally in outer space. Like, if, if that happened in high school football, Coach Mike's film room, mm-hmm. you're getting ripped out, reamed out in front of everyone, and he's yeah. saying, like, what, what are, are you scared to hit? You're scared to hit? Don't even, like, play the game. Like, he looked like he was scared to hit. Like, he looked like he, he was a freaking space cadet. Going up to Mars right now. Like, he literally had no clue. Obviously, he's been our best receiver, though, in the game, which is ridiculous. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I know Ertz 
it wouldn't even stay blocked blocked in. But if Earth was healthy, maybe that's Goddard, and Goddard does make something happen. Yeah. So whenever Earth does come back, I do think it will help the offense, and I don't know when that's going to be. Well, the Rodgers has been consistent in catching the ball, given yeah, that he's no, no, that's what I said. have some type of connection. Yeah, that's um, that's been his his go to, but I mean that just that's so bad. It literally, like it's it's one of those things where it's like, is this even real life? And and even the safety is this even real life? You have a oh, yeah. Hall of Fame Hall of Fame left tackle and a left guard that's decent, and they can't block one guy. Yeah, and with that, little things add up. Like it's all around. I think that was a special teams play where Greg Ward probably could have caught the ball at around the ten or so. Um, ends up letting it bounce, which he does often. They yeah. down us at the one. It's a safety. Um, but the one thing I will say about Carson, I want to see, I want to see his demeanor change. It's this. I know it's the same thing. Like he's going to be your typical guy when he's answering questions. But he, he has shown no willingness to adapt. He's in the same. I'm. I'm going to be myself. And like, yeah, that's fine. We know you're aggressive. We know you're a gunslinger. Um, but he doesn't need, need to go out and say that every week. Like I'd rather him just say like, I need to be better, flat out. Um, and take the criticism criticism a little bit more. He seemed he has seemed especially yesterday more stubborn. Well, yeah, and but obviously what, what he's frustrated. Expect? What do you expect? I, I would be frustrated too if you go out. You have a perfect game plan. You get the team. You, you're like, okay, fine. We'll check down. We'll just run the ball. I only have to throw one pass this drive. Fumbles it on the five. Then you get blamed for that somehow. Then next time around, you have four people coming. Richard Rodgers. You have four people coming. Six blockers, and you can't get them. Richard Rodgers runs to you, and then you get hit, clobbered while you're trying to throw. He's not doing, like, anything. It's like, okay, I'm going to go into this next week. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to do what's right. Hopefully the people around – like, he's not putting his team around down the bus, but it's like hopefully the people around him will give him some help. Definitely, and that he that goes without saying, but he needs to be willing to change. Like, if it means to, to throw the check down or to take the sack, like, he has gone out of, not gone out of his way to say, like, I mean, I'm not going to change who I am. And you can believe that and think that and do that, but just like just the stubbornness in his tone yesterday, like I just watched it today actually because I didn't watch anything after the game, um, Eagles related. But I don't. It, it's there's a stu- there's a stubbornness to Carson right now, and it goes back to the coaches. Like who's checking Carson once when he comes to the sideline? Is Doug Peterson talking to Carson once when he comes to the sideline after a couple bad plays? No, nobody's talking to him. Um, but they said D. De- Filippo when he was here was in his ear, in his ear often. And it really makes you wonder what goes on at practice, what goes on in games, when the quarterback is underperforming. And yes, the pieces around him aren't great right now, but he's got to be held accountable too. And I'm not saying they should bench him right now, but like there's got there's got to be something there. And I feel like so, that's not there right now. So the one thing is is when like yesterday, you have eight, you have seven people in coverage, six people blocking. Well, six people. Like I'm saying, for the one for the safety, where he does actually, he doesn't have enough time to get get anywhere because he's getting collapsed on that on this blind side, so he can't get out of the way. And if he just throws the ball away without anyone being in the area, that's a safety. Anyway, also if anyone gets called for holding, that's a safety. So Doug Pearson needs to call a quick hitter in that position. Anyway, that needs to be a three step drop that's, and out, yeah. or uh, like another. A, a run play, another quarterback sneak like they did earlier. Yeah, something, something to give that's more a, space. That's a great point because with that, like with how bad our O line is, he's doing nothing to help him as far as quick, like quick hitters, like a quick slant. Um, I mean, he he occasionally will throw that quick wide receiver screen that isn't really ever quick. successful, um, or quick. 
But, um, yeah, I think that's another great point with where our team is. It was your ninth different offensive line in ten games. You need to do things to help your quarterback get rid of the ball quickly, if, especially if he's not going to do it. He's going to try to try to play here ball, which is understandable at some points. But well, the, I co- don't the even coaching think, staff has not helped at I all. I don't think Carson was playing hero ball yesterday. No, that's, not yesterday. I'm just saying. Well, well, that's what I'm saying is, like, I don't understand. Like, the criticism of him normally, like, that is the thing, like, Normally, yeah. he's trying to get too much, like you're saying in the Orlovsky breakdown, you're yeah. saying, look, Carson's doing everything that you guys want him to do, not take too much off, yeah. go for the right throw, go for the open throw, but instead he gets clobbered while he's throwing and it gets... Yeah, and yeah, you're right. Yesterday, he did. His two interceptions weren't as bad as probably a lot of people are making them out to be today, um, and the one time he did have time, he checked down, looked to his left, and then he found Rodgers the, in the end zone the one time. He had plenty yeah. of time, like... The most time he probably had all game. Most time he's probably had in a while, um, and that's 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 the ideal scenario. But you're not going to get that with an offensive line who's just not working with one another weekly, and it's different each week. And that's where it really it comes down to Doug, and the future. For me, the future of this team just looks really dim right now, and it looks like n- next year. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, does Doug, does Doug give up play calling soon? I don't know, like, but we don't even have an offensive coordinator, so yeah. I don't, I don't know where to look to. I don't know where this. The only, the only thing, and it doesn't even give me hope because I'm not even gonna try to make it sound like it was like this is when this team, like, when we are completely down and out, um, similar to last year, Miami, like, felt like okay after that you are done. Similar to 2018 when Carson goes down with the back injury, the loss, the brutal loss to Dallas, you have to win three straight, like, similar, and then even 2017 overcoming injuries that. That is the only like little glimpse like Doug Peterson has gotten this team to rally, uh, but I just I don't see how that's possible right now, especially with the opponents you have coming up. Um, yeah, I mean Seattle just... on Monday night. Oh, like I just don't I don't see this team winning winning the division at this point. Although I do think it's still six games probably wins the division. Dallas has an easier schedule, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's where we're at right now. Crazy. Crazy! This this team just continues to to find ways to lose each week in a game that like even like how brutal that first half was like you I thought they could could make things happen especially at the end it's getting closer and they just they can't find enough momentum to to win that game and the the Browns I don't know how they're seven and three after watching that game yesterday I really don't because they the Eagles just were worse than them but they did not look good at all. I know they've lost Odell and like, but he isn't coming back. They, they don't look like. No, no, yeah. I mean, they're not. I, I mean, it's really just the fact of their defense balling out. Yeah. Our defense played really well against their backs early. Like we, we shut them down. Um, I know they towards the end of the game they kind of wore us down maybe a little bit, but overall, I thought the defense really, really shut down the run, which is what was necessary. but just couldn't make enough stops, I guess, along with the offense, giving them nine points didn't help. But, yeah, we sit here 3-6-1 somehow, still in first place, but Thursday after whoever wins Washington-Dallas, they'll be in first place for the short time being, uh, probably for the next week, unless the Eagles can pull off a miracle Monday night win against this team that we have not had much success with in a while. We're due. Hopefully. Hopefully, I don't know. Well, I was I was hoping you'd give me a little like 
Was it last year, the Dolphins? Well, no, I mean, I was thinking, like, how last year off the bye we had two losses to games that we should have won. The Patriots, obviously, like, that game was a game that we could have won. And the Dolphins, everyone chalked up. Um, So it was kind of, like, flipped up, you know, because everyone chalked up the Giants as a win. And everyone, we could have won on Sunday against the Browns. Um, So, I mean, unfortunately, I don't have something that's like, okay, like, this is good. This is uh this is what we can do, but I that mean that is that is where we're at right now. It's just uh, there's, Doug Peterson. There's like I said, I said during the week. Yeah, I guess after the week, I said I felt exactly how I felt about him after the Jake Elliott game where he kicked the long field goal. I just lost all hope on on Doug Peterson. Then he won us a Super Bowl tonight. I gave him two years plus, and now I'm back to where I am. Yeah, and like, plus, um. I'm back to where we are. We were with Andy um, back in 2012. Yeah, it seems like... It seems we, like the end of the road. We joke about, like, we'll give you a Super Bowl and you won't have anything for the next, whatever, 25 years. But, like, that seems so real right now. And it seems like that was a fluke in a way. Well, our boy Gyrus um, always says, like, that we sold our soul for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. He always says that. That's his favorite. It's, and I think we that's did. That's what it feels like. I mean, ever since we've been... I'm pretty sure maybe a game off, but literally a pretty mediocre football team. 21-20-1 maybe, or 20. I don't know the exact number. Uh, since the Super Bowl? Yeah. Been pretty pretty mediocre of a football team uh, with Carson and Doug. Um, yeah, and there's, there's questions go around, especially when you see Frank Reich and the Colts putting up points right after a tough loss. Doesn't no, I, didn't think, I didn't even think about that. Um, beating Green Bay. He's got that team playing well. I think the Colts are seven and three now, uh, but it's just it's just where we're at right now in Philadelphia, and um, I don't sucks. see don't see much hope for this season. And I'm still, I mean, I'm a fan. I'm and I know a lot of fans probably think this is a dumb opinion, but I still want them to make the playoffs. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I, at the end of the day, would probably be more um, excited for the future if they got a top pick rather than. Uh, first round playoff exit, but yeah, that's that where we're at right now. So it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a terrible place to be. Um, and then to answer Dan's uh, trivia of sorts, um, without pl- playoff games, he's right. But I was going to include the playoff games. Oh, I don't know that. Didn't include, include no, they always games. go like it's just very easy to go off regular season, so they normally just say like regular yeah. season. Um, because last, well, 2018, technically with, uh, playoff games, we would have been, um, 10 and 8, and then w- last year, 9 and 8, and then this year, yeah. 3 and 7, and 1. 3, 6 and 1. 3, 6 and 1. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not optimistic for, uh, for Monday, but like I've been saying, they are due, and it's like one of those things where it's like, Eagles shouldn't win this game. And that's yeah. what I thought about the Browns, too, was, like, we shouldn't I, – I don't know. Like, they've just been playing so bad. Yeah, that was a very, very winnable game. But we didn't – we'll wrap it up here with the oh, game. I wanted to just talk a little bit Sixers again because yeah. they got Dwight Howard since the last time oh, we yeah. talked. So I wanted to get your opinions on Dwight. Um, I Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. Like, so far, all of Daryl Morey's have made – made sense like you're not questioning like hmm wonder what he's thinking or wonder what the plan is like to get a backup big for Joel is important um 
Dwight. Like, I don't know how much his character will influence. Well, that's what I was, that's kind of what I was asking. Um, I'm not, I know a lot of people don't really like him, like, that I've talked to aren't huge fans of Dwight, but I don't think he will uh, make a huge impact positively or negatively as far as his character goes. Um, I mean, Dwight's Dwight, and I get it from a basketball standpoint. So, I mean, yeah, you you feel really good about what Daryl Morey is doing with the Sixers right now. Um, and who knows what will happen in the next yeah. few days with a big splash maybe. But And then the one thing of, like a quote that I retweeted today from Morey, which is a good one, is uh, we got to get rid of that noise. We love Ben and Joel. I think Sam Hinkie said it when he came out of his groundhog hole that fans went through the process for those two players. Why would we try and ship them out? Yeah, Doc and I are here for a reason. I'd love to listen to that. I meant to listen to that. Yeah, I have, to, I have to listen to that later. But, I mean, I just really like all the mo- – like you are saying, like it's obvious what he's trying to do here. He's trying to build a good team from the ground up type deal. Give I mean, this is by far the best backup center that uh, we've had. Um, I mean, and Dwight Howard last year, when he's playing, like, the defense, pick and rolls, and uh, just getting rebounds, like, that's what we need. Yeah. That's what we want, and that's what we need out. We don't need those threes um, that, like, other, like, I mean, Amir Johnson sometimes attempted and stuff like that. Like, we need someone that will go get a board, box, box out, and play defense. Yeah. So, and, and then obviously occasionally score from, like, 16 feet in, but besides that, I, I mean, I, I'd rather Dwight just score eight, like eight to four feet in, honestly. Yeah, um, definitely. Because I don't like his shooting at all, but I, I would like, you know, stuff to the back. So, I mean, that's going to be nice because, I, I mean, Joel is is a big man that we know tends to get hurt. So, I mean, I, I'm fine with Dwight filling in for like 15, 17 to 20 games. At the starting spot, and that's the that was the one thing that was trying that I kind of bought myself into with the Al Horford signing too. It was like okay, like you'll be able to have, you know, a Horford like couple games here and then. Yeah. But that was a whole uh, whole mess anyway. So. Yeah, Darren Morey just is like. Yeah, I I was trying to find something um. I think it was like he was replying to people on Reddit or something. Yeah, he replied to someone on Reddit like within, at like 5 a.m. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. It was just something about like thanks. It, he just like said. That's funny. Like, yeah, I, I'm all about what the Sixers are doing right now. Uh, being less than a month away from NBA basketball. Sheesh. Um, in a time where uh, Philadelphia needs it. <laughs> so Yeah, so I found it. Um, I guess, yeah, he just said someone broke to Daryl Morey. So thank you so much, man. My nephew is really sick right now, and he is so ecstatic to be a Sixers fan right now. Much love, man. You really are doing a great job and doing so in a job that allows you to touch people more than you probably even know you can. And then, then Maury, like an hour after that was posted, which was like like we said, like 5 a.m., yeah. uh, he said, team effort, hope your nephew gets better, praying hands. So it's just like that's nice. Yeah, he's he's like very active. I feel like. I mean, the on one thing, media. the one thing, if I'm not mistaken, was is that Daryl Morey's got his start in um, in Boston. Um, so like that's the one thing that's just like, you know, got me a little. What nervous? Yeah, just you know. You think like Silver planned them to mess us no, up? No, no, it could be like a long play from Ainge or something like that. 
Like, uh, let me see, because he was with the... Oh, yeah, just set it up there, Boston. Where? Right here, on your career. Uh, there. Oh, it's really small after... Yeah, yeah so three, pres- three seasons. Three years as senior vice president of basketball operations. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just knew that he was there um, for a little bit, so... Yeah. And then there's the big one about yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. on the Hong Kong... But uh, I guess you had to get to know us of some sort. Oh, yeah. Get to know us. Uh, I got two small ones, but you drink iced coffee, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, normally I have hot coffee, but I So that was kind of part of my question, though. Do you think iced coffee should only be consumed no. during the summer or all year round? All year round. Yeah. I think you can have iced coffee all year round. I just... Because yeah. it's definitely different from hot coffee. Yeah. Like, it, do- right. it tastes different. And, like, I mean, a cold brew technically is stronger... So, like, that's good for someone that needs it, but then also some people like their iced coffees, and when they say iced coffee, it's normally with cream and sugar, yeah, like a good amount like of cream treat. and sugar. So it's more of something else. It, it really depends what you're looking for. I mean, having iced coffee, like, if you're brewing it from your house every single day, then that's something else, but I normally people go to, like, Dunkin' or get it from Wawa. I think Dunkin's bigger on iced coffee. I've had, um, I've had uh, Starbucks iced coffee, and it's all right, but I think Duncan they have yeah. different syrups and stuff. Yeah, they know how to do it. And then what's your uh, what's your I don't know if you have one, but maybe you used to. What's your go to midnight snack? Um, it's whatever's in there. Yeah, like it doesn't. Did you have? I'm sure, did you have one as a kid? Um, when you say uh, midnight snack, do you mean like legit midnight or like, like when night. you're going like if you're going to bed and your dad's making you a snack? Like which no, one is it? I'm is, saying like midnight snack, not like a. No, like, oh, I'm going to make him... Did you have one that you... Well, no, my dad used to make this banging, uh, like, just, he would, we would get ice cream, and then there was, like, coconut, a little bit of chocolate, like, that's almost banging. Oh, really? Um, but let me think, midnight snack, I mean, like, literally, I'll go to whatever's in there, so, whether it's cereal, graham crackers, chips... I was going to say cereal's a pretty common one. I mean, cereal's, yeah, that's what's up. It's a go-to. Um, what kind of cereal, though? Uh, I mean, recently, I've... Just had a bunch of different types of Cheerios, honey nut, pumpkin spice, frosted. How's pumpkin spice? Pretty good. I like. I love honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Honey nut Cheerios with a nice banana. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's like my favorite. I mean, yeah. my favorite breakfast meal that's quick on the go is oatmeal with peanut yeah, butter and banana. That's like my yeah. Vulcan season, yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree with the iced coffee comment as well. I'll yeah. You're strictly Dunkin' or? Yeah. Do you not like hot coffee at all? Or? No, I, I drink hot coffee. I've been Britta drink- doesn't? Oh, no. She drinks coffee all the time. No, but. Hot, yeah. Oh. Both. I thought she only drinks ice cream. Oh, no, no. She has way too many cups of coffee a day. Yeah, I've really cut down my consumption by a lot. Yeah. And it, it hurts. Like, I could always go for more. Yeah. Like, back at uh, Dig, I was having. Well, I guess it cut down during Corona because I wasn't at work, but at work, me and my boss would literally have a cup if not every hour every like two two and a yeah. half hours so then you're working a 10 hour day so you're literally having at least five cups of coffee for the most part and like if it's really slow then you're just you're just making more coffee because you just need something to do yeah. um so then i cut down to that and now i'm just having like i'd say 24 to 32 ounces a day so i guess that's technically still three cups of coffee Wow. But it's it stops before like it stops at like twelve because my thermos, the thermos that I use doesn't keep the heat in because uh, I don't okay. like really really hot coffee, so I have to use this one thermos. So it's a whole thing. Well, 
Yeah, it's a it's an operation over here. Yeah, I hear you. Well, hopefully the Eagles operation they can uh, figure that one out because it's a whole mess right now. But <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, yeah, if you have any hope for this team, let us know what you're thinking and um, go birds. Go birds.